Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston sits down for a conversation with a couple of Heartlight's teens. For the past two decades, Heartlight has become the country's premier residential counseling center and boarding school for struggling teens. Founded in 1998 by Mark Gregston and his wife Jan, Heartlight is a program that not only modifies behavior, but one that seeks to offer a unique transformative journey through a relational experience that offers counseling, small group therapy, academics, and activities. We hope you find encouragement as you listen to these stories today. Austin, thanks for being a part of the program. Tell me a little bit about your family, and then tell me how you were disciplined when, you know, you were 12, 13, 14 years old. Well, my family and I have always had some struggles, but we usually were able to work through it. And then evidently my parents were thinking it got to a rough spot because they started researching through a Christian counselor, like, better ways to, like discipline us when we did something wrong and and you say do something wrong like lie or get in a argument call little sister a name yeah yeah, yeah. that kind be of be disobedient or disrespectful yeah. or something yeah so they found this book i don't know the name but they called it the card system so what it is are these little business cards they print out with 15 to 20 minute chores on them that if you, let's say, lie, you'd get three cards, disrespectful, two cards. And they had this Excel sheet that had the list of all the rules and how many cards you got for each. And how old thing. were you when you started accumulating your card collection? Uh, 13. <laughs> 13, wow. Yeah, I grew up from all the way to 13 with disrespectful. I lost TV privileges for a week yeah, or yeah. lost my Wii game for a week, every yeah. Wii game. But... When this came in, I was like, all right, I'll try it because I don't want to get in more trouble. Yeah, this yeah. looks bad. But basically what it does is that if we do something wrong and we get a card or three cards, we have to be in our rooms with no phones, laptops, TVs, anything. Yeah. And we can come out to do schoolwork, to eat, or to work off cards. But other than that, we don't have any privileges wow. until we work off cards. Wow. And okay, so here let me. I think everybody probably gets the, the gist of it. Yeah. Did it work? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it caused you know, a lot of strife. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, and I say that. You know, here's here's the my point. I, you know, I think parents struggle with trying to figure out how to discipline kids when something goes wrong. Would you agree? Yes. Yeah, and and I don't think it's because they're bad parents. I just think they're struggling because most people discipline based upon how they were disciplined. And for me, I was never disrespectful to my dad. I was never disobedient. I was never dishonest to him. I couldn't stand him. I didn't like him. I didn't want to be around him. But I did the things that I needed to do to be in his presence. So I never was disciplined. So when I had kids, I started to realize, uh uh-oh, I don't know what to do. And so I think that's where parents become somewhat, um, I don't know, they get a little creative, if you will, you think? 
Yeah, they can get creative, and sometimes it goes well, and others not so much. <laughs> yeah. But okay, so when it didn't go well, what did you do? How did you respond? Some of the times it would be, all right, I'm just gonna shut down, ignore them, forget this. Like, I'm not gonna deal with this. I don't. This is making my life miserable. Yeah. And then other times I'd have a moment of clarity and talk to them, but that wasn't often, unfortunately. Yeah. And so it caused a lot of conflict between me and my parents and my siblings and my parents just because we grew up X amount of years with one way and then out of of the blue, a whole new punishment system or discipline system. Yeah, yeah. And with all due respect, it's because they're wanting something different and wanting to see something different. Right. What were some of the other things that you had for consequences for you know, disobedience or dishonesty? Um, I went through a stretch of where I was really, really disrespectful to my dad, and I don't think I was fully aware of it because if I think back, I remember a couple times but not many. But he and my mom evidently thought it was bad enough that my dad decided to have me live, lose the privilege of the house, and live in a backyard in a tent <laughs> with a cot for like three months. And so for Three months? Yes. Wow. In what time of the year was it? Luckily, winter in California, so it was comfortable. But wow. He says it doesn't ever snow there. Yeah. Especially in Southern California where well, I'm Well, if at. you do that in Texas, I'm sure you get rested because your child would sweat to death. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is so hot here. Yes. Yeah. But no, I lived out there and it didn't solve the problem. It actually made it worse. I just got more and more angry as the days passed and ended up in a scream argument or just screaming at each other like all different kinds of things. I don't even remember all of it and I don't really want to, but my dad thought it would work. It didn't, but at that point I was causing enough trouble that he had to figure something out. Yeah. Okay. So, so I hear your perspective and I get it. And, and, you know, and and you come to Heartlight and I'm sure things have changed and, but I I can, I can feel your parents' frustration trying to do something and not knowing what to do and trying everything. Can you, can you see that any, can you feel that any? Yeah, I can see it sometimes a lot more since I've come to Heartlight, but I'd see it very rarely at home just because I was so caught up in anger yeah, all the time. Yeah, I mean, that's how I focused. I literally, if I was doing schoolwork and struggling focusing, I thought about something that made me angry because then I focused. Wow, wow. And it was not good for me at all. It okay, wait, I, I, I want you to say that again. You're doing homework and you couldn't focus, and so... The way I, I grew up and for the last several years before Heartlight was if I couldn't focus or couldn't get something done... If I got angry, then I could focus for some reason. On one thing. Yeah. Yeah. And my parents just called it tunnel vision where I just got so focused on something. Yeah. It got me angry. Then I really focused and got it done really well. Wow. But I don't know what or why anger made me focus, but it helped. And so I tried it for a long time and that didn't end well for me or my family because I was always angry trying yeah, to yeah. just live life. But you, but you know what? I mean, anger has an amazing way of helping you zero in on one particular thing. That's why if my shoe's untied, somebody can focus in on that and get mad. And, you know, I mean, right. anger is an amazing drive. Okay, your family has changed. You're, you guys are all different. How have, how have your parents changed in the way they talk about discipline with you? Well, um, 
I haven't quite gotten to the whole discipline thing in my counseling yet, but there was one time when we did, right before my first break at Christmas, I was really worried because I didn't want to go back to the whole card system because yeah, yeah. I hated it. And so my counselor was like, I'm going to call your parents. I'm going to verify with them that they won't do that because they now understand really how much this makes you angry and yeah. uncomfortable and just frustrated always. And so on my breaks, I actually haven't had to deal with that, which has been really nice because yeah. then I can actually have the good conversations with them that I need to be having. Yeah. And Do you think sometimes discipline gets in the way of relationships within a family? Yeah, I'd definitely say so because for a long time, me and my dad's relationship was always anger over something, but then brief moments of, like, actual good relationship, but that would only happen during, like, a Boy Scout event or building something or yeah, yeah. going to, to work in my dad's business and working on, like, the semi-trucks in the shop. Yeah, yeah. And so it was only when we actually did stuff together that we weren't angry. So You know what, and that's an interesting thing that you're saying because I think, I think people think that... Uh, discipline will change people. It's not. It's the time you spend together. It's the things you do together. Whatever, whatever it is. Whether, I, I'd go do more Boy Scout stuff, man. Do work more on those trucks. Spend more time, you know, building things or doing something together. You love your parents? Yes, definitely. You know they love you? Yes. Well, and that's the good thing in all of it is that if you know that, then you know that everything else is an attempt to help things. It's not to make it worse. And so... As long as everybody knows that, then you're going to get to a good spot. So, yeah. proud of you, man. I'm really proud of you. And Thank you. thanks again for being on the program. I know that people yeah. are going to love hearing you. <laughs> okay? All right. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Nobody cares more about their teen than moms. But even moms can get discouraged and distracted when watching their teen go through those difficult adolescent years. You can feel alone and helpless, unable to know how to encourage your teen. It can get hard to trust God's goodness in the midst of such hard times. Mark Gregston knows the feeling. That's why he wrote Prayers for My Teen. It's a book of prayers and devotionals to help moms keep their eyes on God and their hearts uplifted, even when your teen is struggling. Prayers for My Teen is a great addition to your purse, bedside, glove compartment, or desk drawer as a simple way of reminding you of God's faithfulness to you and love for your family. Get your copy of Prayers for My Teen at parentingteenresources.org. Kennedy, thanks for being a part of the program today. Tell me a little bit about yourself. I mean, you're at Heartlight. How did you get here? Um, Yes. um, Well... It's a pretty long story, but honestly, I really didn't think that um, I would ever be able to come here. But um, one day when I was in a hospital, my mom just told me about this place. A hospital for? Um, It was a mental hospital. Yeah. A mental hospital for? Um, For trying to end my life. Wow. Yeah. it It was a pretty bad moment, but... She told me about Heartlight, and I was like, yes, wow. <laughs> I want to come here. Okay, back, back it up a little bit. What was going on that would cause you to want to end your life? Um, well, 
I hadn't been getting along with my family very much, and I already had some, like, signs of depression. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't really think that I had it, but now I can see that I definitely struggled with it but you didn't. But you didn't know it then, though, did you? No, no. not no. at all. Back to my parents, I was wasn't getting along with them very well, and I was kind of like excluding myself from a lot and I was going into my room and like my parents thought that I was not wanting to be around them and stuff like that and so it kind of led to disagreements and I was also like doing things at school like I was hanging out with people that my parents didn't like. Okay let let me back up so when you said I'd go hang out in my room and they thought that you just didn't like them when you look back at it, that was really the depression kind of kicking in, wasn't it? Yeah. So it didn't have anything with liking them or not. Mm-mm. It's just that the depression was kind of taken over. Yeah. Wow. And I didn't want to hurt them. Yeah. So I felt like being in my room would have been better than like being out there with them and just. And how, and how would you hurt them? Um, like I guess my attitude and like not wanting to talk to them and like. I might have said something or, like, I don't know. Like, wow. It was all, wow. like, a blur. I couldn't really think straight. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, it was hard. Okay, so it gets to the point and things are building up where you want to take your life. What was the mindset there? Were you just so dark that it, you couldn't function anymore or what? Um. Yeah, and I was at a point to where... Um, me and my parents um, were going through, like, some arguments, and we had just, like, I thought we had just broken through, and, like, it was yeah. good. Yeah. And then it kind of started again, and I was like, I can't go through all of this wow. again. Wow. It was way too much, yeah. It was, like, way over my head, and I was like, I'm I'm not going to do this again. I, I can't take it. Yeah. So. And so that's when you said, I think I'm going to end it. Yeah. So how did you choose to do that? What did you do? Um, Well, it all was, like, really fast. Like, I was um, supposed to stay home and do senior skip day, and um, I was going to hang out with my boyfriend, and then I got in trouble because he wasn't allowed in the house, and somehow my mom figured out that he was in the house. Mm. And then... um, so my mom called me, and she was like, go to school now, and she was angry, and that's kind of what started everything again. Yeah, yeah. So I got to school, and I was crying. I was like, I, I can't start all this over with my parents again. I can't do this again. And so um, I texted my counselor at home, and I told her something like, um, I don't remember, something like, tell my parents that it's not their fault. Like, I said something kind of vague, but, like, enough to where she knew that there was something up. And then I don't know what I was going to do. I just started walking out of school, and um, I don't know. I think I was just going to do whatever was closest, like, if that meant crash my car or if I got home or if I got somewhere, like, overdose. I don't know, something. But the police caught me before I even got to my car. Yeah. So. Okay. So so you, <clears throat> wow. You know, and I mean, <laughs> who would have thought? You know, I'm I'm sitting here looking at you, and you're a happy girl. And I mean, I know things have changed since that time. Because how long ago was that? That was like 
nine, ten months. Yeah, and so, I mean, you're a completely different person. But yeah. when you look back on it and say, okay, I, were, there, were there things that, that mom and dad were doing? Because we're all trying to learn from mm-hmm. things that have gone wrong. We're trying to learn and go, okay, what, what can we pick up now so that we don't do what other people have done and end up in the same spot? So were there things that your parents were doing that were pushing you away? Um, yes. Like, um, a lot of their rules and stuff, like, I think just the fact that they didn't understand how I was feeling and, like, there was miscommunication on both parts. They thought that I was being rebellious and stuff like that. So their rules just got more strict and more um, uptight and they got more, like, into my business. Like, um, they would receive all my text messages and track me and stuff like that. And, like, I could understand completely, like, where they're coming from because they think that I'm going crazy. Yeah. But um, I was actually just, like, getting upset, and I didn't – like, I kind of understood my parents, but I was like, man, they just really don't trust me. And so both of our trusts – like, we didn't trust each other at all. So that kind kind of just pushed me away. away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I, I think I think a lot of parents get caught in that because no parent wants to be a policeman, mm-hmm. but yet they have to do something, and it's it's well intentioned, mm-hmm. but it's just not working. And that's probably the greatest frustration that any parent feels is I'm trying hardest. We're well intentioned. We're trying to do some good things because they because every book will tell you set rules, set boundaries have good consequences, mm-hmm. you know, but they miss that component of the relationship part of it. I mean, do you feel like it became more important about rules and all those things than it did about a relationship? Yeah. And I don't think I saw any relationship. Like I felt like then my parents were there to feed me, to give me shelter and to discipline me. Yeah. And like, that was it. And so there was no relationship. And well, did you feel like you couldn't see it if it was, if it was there? Cause you were so dark and depressed. Yeah. That probably yeah. played a lot yeah. into it also. But I feel like one of the keys is like the relationship because whenever you have a friend and you have a relationship, your friends can keep you accountable, yeah. but you know each other so well that yeah. it's not going to hurt you. Yeah. Okay. So looking back, what do you wish one thing that your parents would have done different? Um, honestly, I think that Heartlight should have happened sooner wow. because they're like all the stuff that has happened has happened for a reason. And I'm so glad it has happened because it's changed all of us so much. Mm. I just wish that we all could have gotten the help that we needed a lot sooner. Do you think people just didn't think it was as bad and thought this was kind of normal? Yeah. I almost felt like that was unrealistic and it would have like, it doesn't happen to people like me and like, um, Heartlight is this like magical place that's like just talked about in books, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> I didn't think any of this would ever happen to my family. Yeah. We yeah. almost looked like a perfect little family. Like, but underneath yeah. there was stuff going on. Yeah. Wow. You guys getting along okay now? Yes. Much better. <laughs> really? And when you, and, and I mean, when they call and talk to you, is it, how is it? It's much better. Like, I actually use my entire 30 minutes to talk to wow. them. Wow. Yeah. 
And so when, when was the last time you saw him? Um, just over the last break. Yeah. We yeah. take break times here where kids get to go home and spend some time at home. And so that went well. Yeah. Oh, well, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Well, hopefully we'll get all you guys back on the right road and back in the, on the right path. And, and this can be just a bump in the road that you can get on and, mm-hmm. and move to the other side. You love your parents? Yes, I do very much. You think they love you? Yes, very much. Yeah, I know they do. I know yeah. they do. Hey, thanks for being a part of the program. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, visit parentingtodaysteens.org. And to learn more about Heartlight, visit heartlightministries.org. If this podcast has been helpful to your family, please share it or give us a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can listen to Parenting Today's Teens wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.